welcome everybody to the Ready Fight Podcast. This is round six. Thank you for joining us here on this lovely start of the NFL football season. Uh, we won't be talking sports today, but go Panthers, go Panthers, <laughs> um, and go Packers. Since people listening are in Wisconsin, I suppose. Um, uh, people who listen are from all over. I don't know if you've been looking at the stats. Oh, that's right. Yes, we got um, some Canadian listeners. Yes. Go Saskatchewan. Savages. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us today. I am joined, of course, by my co-host, as always, Greg Martin. Greg, how are you doing? I'm uh, all right. Good. Good to hear. Today we're going to be talking about... Uh, the usual. The usual cool stuff. Video games, comic books, movies. Um, so again, thanks for joining us here. We're going to get started uh, on tap today. We're going to talk about some Spider-Man action. I picked that game up on Friday. Uh, been playing it. Been loving it. It's really cool. Um are you going to get that game? Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> I so, don't got time, so man. Got time. You're editing the podcast. Um, Greg, what's on what's on tap for movies here? Uh, probably Upgrade and then just movie news. Upgrade, you're a big fan of this movie. Yeah, um, good. Friend of the show, Chris, also talked about Upgrade. He said, I need to see it. Isn't yeah. It? Just super cool sci-fi or what? It's, it's really good. You should watch it. I look forward to you hearing you talk about it. So we'll get started. Uh, as always, we're going to hit a little bit of the news up first today. So. Um, uh, as far as news goes, kind of the big thing this uh, this week was uh, in first images of Captain Marvel were released um, with Brie Larson in there. Uh, we got some pictures of Sam Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, a young Samuel L. Jackson. I believe this movie is going to take place in the nineties, pretty much before any other Marvel movie. I think. Yeah. And then we got our first look at these scrolls. I believe there was a picture. Jude Law, who I think is playing Marvel. Yeah. About that. So, um, who's a Cree? Who is Cree? Correct. So it looks, um, I'm really, we talked about this in the past. Uh, I'm very excited for this movie. Uh, Kevin, ah, he's pretty, he's a Feige. Feige. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, Kevin Feige, uh, like the top dog at, um, the Marvel MCU there. He has made, uh, no bones about, uh, letting it be known that Captain Marvel is going to be by far and away the strongest uh, superhero in the Marvel Universe. So I'm excited to see that on screen. I'm also excited that they are, it doesn't seem like they're making this too much of an origin story. There's going to be some, some definitely some nods to, to the origin there, but I think it's, um, it's not going to concentrate maybe too much on that. Just kind of get, get going with, with bringing, bringing her up to par and, and how she gets, um, to MCU in, in today's day and age. What did you think of the, all the screenshots, the news that came out this week. Um, I mean, all we've really seen was finally her a picture of in her getup, her, right. her costume, which, you know, <laughs> is probably going to be her 90s costume, I'm sure. And Avengers 4, it'll be more updated, probably. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll go through definitely a, a little update, but I mean, that looks pretty close to what she wears right. in the comics now. Right. Um, you know, they kind of change everybody's costumes per movie. So sure. I'm well, sure that, well, it's, it's interesting because, you know, with what they're doing in the cinematic universe compared to the cosmic universe, like the Kree, like that's a, like a power suit, like their battle armor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're going to necessarily take, uh, points from that and yeah. like the suit's actually going to be something or it's just going to be an outfit. Well, we did see that picture earlier on. Well, I think this is. She's wearing the green one. Yeah, yeah. and that looks right. was the original military yeah. suit. Okay. Right. Um, and that I thought that looked cool too. I'm very excited to see Brie Larson play Captain Marvel. I think 
Um, yeah, she's a good actor. So yeah, she's a good actress. Actress. Uh, I know <laughs> um, we, we need to be more PC on this podcast. <laughs> um, she. I don't know. You know, I I know enough about Captain Marvel to be dangerous, but I don't know who I would. You know, I'm not such a super fan that I feel one way or another with her casting. I, again, yeah, she's a great actress. I'm excited to just see her take on Carol Danvers, and I think the suit looks awesome. Yeah, I, I thought that looked really cool. Um, Skrulls look good. Skrulls look really cool. Just you see this like one picture of I think there's three of them walking, Four, out, of, yeah, walking the out of yeah walking out of the ocean. That's right. Like, and I don't know. You know, you had talked on the last podcast. You had talked uh, quite in depth on some cosmic history of Marvel. That's always been not my strongest suit. I know enough about the Kree. Um, um, and the scrolls, um, you know, that showed up. Like when I started reading comics again, it was right after Secret Invasion, I believe the storyline was called, which was that was like the big scroll storyline of they had been mimicking some heroes for quite some time. Right. Um, so I didn't really get to know too much about the scrolls because I kind of took up the collecting again after that. But um, they've been present in some way, shape, or form in the Marvel universe <coughs> over the last, I'd say it's six, seven years, or you know, maybe even longer than that, the however long ago Secret Invasion was. So I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to see this movie to learn more about that stuff. There's a lot of these Marvel movies I've already known quite a bit. You know, right. The background and stuff. They it's kind just, of pick and choose in the cinematic universe mm-hmm. what they use and what they don't. I highly doubt it's going to go into, I mean, it's a good starting off point. Yeah. Because the Kree race is kind of, or the Skrull race is kind of like the human race, whereas the beginning of the eighth iteration of the Marvel cinematic or the Marvel comic book universe, yep. the Celestials visited Earth, and three Celestials made three different races uh, from humanity. They made the Deviants, they made the Eternals, and then they made a human race. Which a human race, the uh, the Celestial that tampered with the humans, um, put in their genes the unlimited potential for genetic growth, sure. which turns into mutant genes. Makes sense, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then they also did that with a scroll race. So there's the deviant scrolls and then the eternal scrolls. Mm-hmm. And then there's an unaltered scroll, which gives them genetic capabilities, uh, which gives them like, you know, mutant powers pretty much. Isn't there a leader? Is he like a, called the super scroll or something? Like uh, the super scroll, I believe. Man, I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, there is I a think, super, I think the super is. scroll. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There is. Um, but like the deviant scrolls were the most powerful. Um, the strongest, and then they went to war with the Eternal Skrulls and almost killed them all. Okay. And then the last, like one of the last Eternal Skrulls married the Queen Deviant Skrull, and then they created a religion called the Book of Truth, I think. <laughs> so <that's>, I, <laughs> there's a lot to take in there. Once again, so I, I, it's interesting to see if the cinematic universe like touches on any of this, like yeah, the introduction of ask, so what, do you, what do you think? What would you like to see Captain Marvel touch on when it comes to the scrolls? Um, well, I think they're probably going to incorporate um, the scrolls who, once again, have the ability to have powers or imitate. Sure. So I'm assuming that that's what they're going to introduce. I highly doubt they're going to talk about Eternal scrolls and Deviant scrolls. Right. Which I think the Super Scroll was a Deviant scroll who somehow had. Mutant abilities. He was able to capture other people's. Well, it'll powers. be interesting to see, given the fact the timeline of this movie of being kind of the last one before Infinity War releases. But right. it feels like this is kind of the beginning of what's next, right? Right. Like, so it'll be interesting to see if if they're treated kind of more as if the scrolls are more like the dark elves, right, uh, from the dark world, or right. uh, you know, with Malekith and what have you, uh, which is just kind of you never hear anything about them anymore. It's just right. kind of a throwaway race, and then. 
or or if this is something bigger, you know, right. if they're going to be around for for uh, many many series uh, movies to come. So right. Well, I mean, with the the uh, acquisition of you know all the mutant stuff from Disney, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to probably incorporate something. I don't know if it's going to be necessarily the Inhumans, yeah. uh, the whole because the Inhumans were Cree and the whole Terrigen Mist thing. The Inhumans failed miserably as a TV show. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I never saw an episode. <laughs> but um, that's Fox for you. You know, everything yeah, fails miserably when it's in Fox's hands. I didn't, um, I, I wanted to watch it. I like the Inhumans. Black Bolt is like one of my favorite. Black God, Bolt of God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think if I could have a superpower, it would be, I would be very in line with Black Bolt. I just, right. I just, I'd like everything about him. Um, but it, I'm trying to find reasons to go and watch it, and everything I read is just like yeah, no, it was abysmal. Yeah. It was it wasn't worth watching. So anyway, you guys, uh, if, back to it. Oh, yeah, sorry. no, I was just gonna say check out the screenshots. Um, I think it's in a great place. It looks really cool. I have high hopes and expectations Super excited for it. Yeah, it's, and I believe February, March. Oh, it's in March. Okay, yeah. and then Infinity War is April. Uh well, it's slated to be the first weekend of May. But they pushed that up last year. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if they're going to continue with that. We're getting close. It'll be Christmas time and then pretty soon right. and before you know it. And then it'll be 2019. So. But I I mean, I I don't see them releasing a movie in March and then so close doing Infinity War in yeah. April. You yeah. know, they might want to space it out. Yeah, I guess time will tell. So uh, check it out, guys. Let us know what you think of, of the Captain Marvel um, images. If you're excited, if you like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, uh, Drew Law, let us know your thoughts. Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. What is he playing again? A Skrull. He's a Skrull sorry. leader. Yeah. If people don't know, Ben Mendelsohn was, uh, he was in Rogue One. He was, uh, what was the character's name? I don't remember. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I looked to you for my Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, I, I saw the screenshot of him. Uh, I was going to IMDb him. Ben Mendelsohn in Rogue One. He was he was in charge of the Death Star project. I can't whatever, Death whatever Star project. Yeah. yeah. All right. So check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you know what Ben Mendelsohn was in Rogue One, <laughs> get at us. Uh, next up, we have The Witcher. So you've heard us talk about Greg playing The Witcher here. Uh, some Witcher news came out this week. Kind of interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I believe it was IGN had done an interview with Henry Cavill. I could be wrong on this. Somebody did an interview with Henry Cavill. Um, and he had mentioned that he would love to play Gerald from The Witcher. Lo and behold, um, we get casting news now that he was the director's first choice, uh, and he is going to be playing um, uh, Gerald. And is it is it a Netflix show or is it a, a movie? I can't remember. It's a next Netflix show. I think yeah, I think that's right. So he'll be playing Gerald uh, whenever that is come to release. I don't know. I have not played any of The Witcher games. I know. Uh, I've watched streams and feeds and things like that. Greg, what do you think of the, since you're playing it right now, what do you think of the casting? Ben Mendelsohn's character in Rogue One <laughs> was Orson Krennic. Orson Krennic, all right. <laughs> I, can, I can sleep easy tonight. Um, what do you think of the casting for... I like it. Um, I like that they got a, you know, a pretty big name yeah, in Hollywood exactly. right now. Yeah. Um, so that's just going to push him to make it, you mm-hmm. know, pretty good. I feel like a lot of Netflix shows, people kind of... You know, don't really like like I don't know if you really watch all their movies. Um, I had like Mute had uh, Alexander Skarsgård and Paul Rudd and um, Justin Theroux in it, and not a lot of people like that. Right. I liked it. Um, I haven't seen, but a they lot have of a lot of movies. Um, I, I think they're all pretty good. But as far as getting Henry to yeah play 
Daryl. I don't know. I think he's a good fit. I think he he is an actor who plays a good person devoid of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> the Keanu role. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, if anybody plays The Witcher, you know that the Witchers um, have like their emotions suppressed. So they're always pretty monotone in whatever they do. Gerald's pretty even kill the whole time. Yeah. Did you play any of The Witcher? No? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really interesting to watch all the cutscenes um, because, like, you know, big things are happening and he's kind of right. always just, you know, straight face with a thousand yard stare. Right. Like, I don't really care. There's a lot of like dialogue trees. <laughs> right. There, right. Right. I yeah. I think it's awesome. I mean, Henry Cavill, I don't, I think he's a very cool actor. I mean, you know, the Superman movies and just, I mean, Justice League, I thought was awesome, just awful. But I think Henry Cavill does a great job as Superman. I really, yeah. I really, oh, like yeah. Him no, he Superman. nails it. He looks the part. Right. He's a cool, I just think he's a cool, Cool Superman. I haven't seen uh, Rogue Nation yet, or that was or Fallout. But was he looked cool and oh, he, he was super awesome in that. He was super awesome in that. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think. I saw him in something else too. He was in uh, Count of the Monte Cristo. Oh, that's, way back when, yeah, way back when, Guy yeah. Pierce. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a I good just, movie. I just don't. I I don't have any reason. Immortals? To, Did you ever see Immortals? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah was with, like, um, uh, Mickey Rourke. Right? Yeah, yeah he was, that's right. That's what he was a straight. Yeah, he was, he, he cool was in scrawny in that what movie. Was, what was his name in that? Was he uh, uh, Persilius? Ah, uh, uh, man. What? Yeah. No, I just I actually just watched that movie like a month ago, and then they had. The, I need to watch that again. They had the chick from Million, uh, Slumdog Millionaire in there. She was like the the romantic interest or what have you. Um, yeah, that movie. I thought that movie was cool. Um, Prometheus, Theseus. Oh, Theseus. That's right. Yeah, it's Theseus. Yeah. So again, I'm I'm excited for it. I've just never had time to play The Witcher. I uh, believe that CD Projekt Red again. The guy's doing Cyberpunk. So I'm, I I know that it's a great game. I've seen like I said the streams and feeds. It looks super interesting to me. Just haven't had time to play it. But uh, definitely going to watch the show. Excited for Henry Cavill to bring Gerald to life. There's a little bit of uh, controversy already surrounding it. Why is that? Uh, well, the fanboys, you know, the, the fanboys of the world always like to jump on sure. things and poo-poo whatever <laughs> their decision is. But the decision right now is to make uh, Siri, who's like um, Daryl's kind of adopted daughter. Okay. Um, it's not biological daughter, but he raised her kind of. She's white in the game and has like what they call ashen hair, just like straight white hair. Okay. Uh, but they're casting anybody of uh, a different race, okay. not oh, okay. white actress for it. And everybody's freaking out. It's like, you know, what people don't seem to understand is movies are you know, a new take on it. I mean, everybody's like <laughs> freaking out as soon as somebody gets cast, like the whole Star Wars thing and having a black storm. So they're mad that a white person is not being cast? Correct. Like, who cares? If somebody, as long as they get a good actor who does the role right, I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, you get a custom. I mean, I understand it from the point that if they want to follow the source material to you, you buy into something, if you're a fanboy, you know, it's, it means a lot to you. You want to, you know, you want that subject material to be reminiscent of, of what you've invested so much time in, right? I get that. Um, but yeah, when it comes to like TV shows and movies like that, I think um, this kind of thing came up to um, Doctor Strange, didn't it? Like, I believe it was Tilda Swinton being cast with a big... Um, right, as... Uh, the ancient or whatever. The ancient um, one who was yeah, an Asian man. Yep, so that was a big deal at the time. You know, and again, I'm, I'm no Doctor Strange guru. I, I didn't collect a ton of Doctor Strange comics or anything like that. But I thought she did an awesome job. It was really cool. Um, yeah. 
but I can, I understand when fanboys, you know, I understand where they can get upset about that, but I mean, come on, when it comes out, it's, it should be cool. Right. And I mean, is that a case of whitewashing in that sense that's, or is it, word, right. but they replace a prominent male role with a female role. So it's like how I could see from uh, like a casting decision, like how do you win with these people? Ghost like, in the Shell too. Ghost in the Shell. It's got right. Johansson, right? But the movie is pretty ambiguous to what she was. I mean, she was an Asian girl before she got put into a new body and the movie, the anime movie, right. and like, I mean, anime doesn't really say if these people are white, Asian, right. whatever. So once again, does it matter? I, I, I mean, I, I take it all back to like X Men when Hugh Jackman was cast as Wolverine. I'm like, this dude's like six foot two. Yeah. Wolverine's like five feet tall. Right. You know. Oh well, yeah. I mean, but now at this point, do you see anybody else as Wolverine? Right. Right. Never, right. Yeah. right. It'll be interesting to see who takes the mantle. I hope right. this is totally off topic. I'll just say this real quick. But I hope whatever they do in the Marvel universe, uh, I hope the next Wolverine is a female because right now it's, um, I believe it's Laura Kinney as X-23. Well, right now Wolverine is coming back. There's all kinds of stuff going on, but um, Wolverine had been dead, quote unquote, for, you know, for a couple years actually. Um, And uh, X-23 took up the mantle as the all new Wolverine. Um, Do you think when it goes to Marvel and they do an X-Men movie or bring in the X-Men, do you think it's going to be X-23 or they're going to recast a new Wolverine? I don't know. Well, that, I mean, and Logan, right? Like right. X, that was a really cool little girl that played yeah. that. I would, she totally fit the part for me right. of a young X-23, you know? So we'll see. I, I, I mean, that's honestly, that was such a killer job by um, Hugh Jackman that, if they never recast Wolverine, they just never shoot Wolverine again. I think I'd be okay with it. Right, and die. But they know I think this is going to happen. I so. think this is going to be like based on a different universe. Um, because, like I said, this right, right, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I believe, is what they're trying to tie in as <laughs> one of the universes of a uh, Marvel multiverse. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Um, Last bit of movie news. Um, I, I've been forgetting to keep up bringing this up every week. I know you love Sonic, but the Sonic movie is underway. Yes. Uh, Talk to us about An Sonic. actual Sonic, not like a, <laughs> a made-for-TV Sonic movie, but a real Sonic movie that's being released in theaters. Jim Carrey is cast as Dr. Uh, Eggman. Yep. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik. Uh, ben Schwartz <laughs> is doing the voice of Sonic. Okay. Ben Schwartz is uh, uh, John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. Okay, yeah. Who's my favorite character in Parks and Rec? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's <laughs> happening. What do you What do you feel about a live action Sonic movie? So you're this is so Sonic's going to be like CGI'd up, and there'll be people in the real world. Right. I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be real people, and then Sonic is going to be like a, a CGI character. James um, Marsden is going to be well. Th- those are some big names, right? Like right. I mean, uh, Jim Carrey, James Marsden. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, Adam Pally, who's in uh, lots of stuff. I mean, it doesn't sound like a great idea to me. <laughs> you know? I don't know how they're. I mean, but you know, the magic of Hollywood—they can do pretty much anything these days. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. Well, I'm, I mean, I'd rather see stuff like this than like the Emoji movie and like an Angry Birds movie. Right. I you know, something a little closer to my heart than stuff like that. I think for me, like, for me, I would be totally fine with a really cool two-hour-long Sonic anime film, you know, that like just had a great story um, that they put maybe a bunch of talent behind it. 
Yeah, I would I would be fine with that. I understand that Hollywood is just gonna pour out all their all, all these franchises and right. Who knows? Maybe this will be good. I I I don't know. <laughs> I think it's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna go watch it. Uh, I'll be really excited to see the first screenshots of the CGI Sonic. Is he gonna be like the size of a human? Is he gonna be tiny and small? What kind of? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's not looking good. <laughs> uh, the director isn't really known for anything. Uh, he did Where the Wild Things Are and Gary Dahan. Is that right? No, Jeff Fuller. Well, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Um, uh, the, the the synopsis is a cop in a rural town of Green Hills help, will help Sonic escape from the government who is looking to capture him. I don't. The uh, synopsis I have here is Juvenile delinquent Sonic the Hedgehog and local policeman Tom Wachowski must stop Dr. Eggman from completing his plans for world domination. So it sounds like a buddy cop film. Right, right. so Tom <laughs> Wachowski is going to be played by James Marsden. Okay, alright, well they had a time with this one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the poster looks kind of cool, don't you think? Do you see this poster here? Um, I don't think Sonic that's... Sonic blasting out of a ring? Yeah, the blue I, blur is coming. I don't think that's real. Oh, all right. Well, that might be fan made because the one I'm looking at it says Sonic the Hedgehog and it's on a road. I'm changing my mind about this right now. Why not? Do I see? I, I don't even know. Care if this is fake? That poster looks cool enough for me to buy in. We'll yeah, see how it goes. I don't know. You 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 sold me with that emoji argument. I'm like, yeah, if they can if they can do that movie. Right. I mean, I might I might go see this in theater. Why not? I don't have movie pass anymore. I I canceled my subscription. Yeah, yeah that, that that whole thing would. Went pear shaped in a hurry, so maybe Sonic the Hedgehog will be such a a phenomenon that it'll like energize businesses like MoviePass. Everyone will be just it takes off like the right, Fast yeah. and Furious franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog's just immortal. Was what do you think? That would be that would be awesome if he gets all what are the the Chaos Emeralds? I think yeah. they're called right. Or, yeah, I think okay, or Chaos. You don't know? I think they're Chaos Emeralds. I can't remember what they're called in Sonic Mania. I, I feel like they're, they drop an S or I don't know. They're, they're those little guys that pop out are called KOs or something like that. Anyway, um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. It, it looks interesting to say, to say the least. So, But that's all the news we have for this week. Uh, now we're going to kind of talk about uh, on Friday um, the Spider-Man for PS4 release. I picked it up. I've been playing it quite a bit. Um, I'm going to jump in here. I feel like we always say this is the last bit of news. Every time we talk about something, like two days later, the internet releases something. Yes. Like... All the cyberpunk stuff. Right. When we talked about, like, when we did the Steven Seagal episode, like, two days later, uh, Vladimir Putin made him whatever you want to call it, (laughs) Russia. And then we talked about cyberpunk and then like two days later, they finally released the devil. So it's either a, we have precognitive powers and we're able to tell what's going to happen. So maybe this week they're going to finally release uh, Captain Marvel trailer. Maybe. So we we need to do this podcast maybe a week later, yeah. <laughs> or we just should get credit for it. Maybe they'll release a Sonic trailer. Maybe they're listening. Maybe to I was this. just going to say, maybe the Hollywood big, bigwigs have like a direct feed to our podcast, right? And they're just always they're like, man, this is the number one podcast in the world. These right. people are talking about this. We need to. Yeah, that's probably well, the we, most likely thing. I think we are now a, a global podcast. Like I said, we have listeners in Canada. So. We're doing big things. Big thing. All right, back on to uh, <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man. It's awesome. It, it is uh, done by Insomniac Games, of course, like Ratchet and Clank developer, um, uh, Resistance uh, for for PlayStation. What 
two, uh, no, it was not round two, was it? Resistance? Oh, no, that was, I think, was, I think that was three, three four. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Infamous, was that Insomniac? No, that's Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. Um, what so, Sucker Punch game is coming out? They're doing another big game, aren't they? Um, they are working on something. I don't know. I'll look that up. And Sucker Punch, uh, Sucker Punch. I will look that up in the back. But Spider-Man is uh, done by Insomniac Games. Obviously, it's one of a huge game for PlayStation. They chose to focus and make it one of their big four um, games for uh, uh, their E3 presentation. It's been getting hyped left and right. It's coming from a, a studio with a, a great pedigree for developing games. I know it's it's just really really fun to play. I've played a lot of Spider-Man games throughout the years. Um, this one does probably the best job of making you feel like Spider-Man when you're flying through all the buildings. Not flying, swinging, of course. Um, I did see a, a glitch where some guy was flying. <laughs> he just kept oh, on going straight <laughs> up here. Um, I haven't run any glitches yet, um, but just uh, swinging through New York. New York looks amazing. Um, I do have a PS4 Pro, but I do not have an HDTV. Um, I can only imagine what it looks like on there. It looks great on my um, on my TV the way it is. Um, but it looks beautiful. Uh, his suit designs, I think the suit that he wears is kind of his, his main suit. You start off as like the classic Spider-Man. Is it a, like the ultimate suit? Uh, no, it's kind of its own thing. It's called the advanced suit. So, so the, the story so far, um, actually I'm not too far into the story, even though I've been playing it a lot because I've just been doing a ton of side missions, but the story so far is you're already spite you've been spider-man for years it seems nice you're established yeah that's not like there's no origin story at all and you are working uh as a scientist as peter parker would under um the tutelage of otto octavius of course doc Ock. um and at this point you know otto is still like a good dude he's just trying to help um they're, they're working that they have their own lab and they're trying to get some sort of big grant um uh, approved uh, and working on working on whatever projects. And right now you're just kind of trying to balance life. Uh, the, the game starts off uh, Kingpin um, kind of as a tutorial. Uh, you bust through. Uh, Kingpin has this like skyscraper under his control and things are exploding. You kind of go through and uh, have a, a, a kind of an epic boss fight with him um, at the end of the first level if you will. There's not, not really levels, but at the end of like the, the just the first scene or tutorial. Um, but then right after that, what's really cool is it's, it's, it's cool, but it, it's good and kind of a double-edged sword. They throw a lot at you in this tutorial. Um, it's everything about that game is very Arkham-esque. So yeah. the, the, yeah, it looked a lot. Yeah. The battle system is very similar. Um, I guess the, the one knock on it that I have so far is it doesn't feel as fluid, um, as the Arkham games did. Um, it was really easy to put together combos, uh, and very rewarding in the Arkham games. Uh, maybe it's just because I, I haven't, you know, uh, advanced or with enough moves or whatever. But it seems seems a little bit harder to kind of free flow your combos in this game. And and also too, there's a lot of there's like stealth missions. Um, and that's sweet. Yeah, it is kind of cool. You, so you can, you know, of course, just like Batman could do from events, he could, you know, shoot his hook or whatever and. and uh, lasso the dude's feet and bring him up. You can do that with your webs. Uh, you can sneak around and, and do silent takedowns and things like that. So it's very reminiscent of that, just with a much brighter vibe, um, uh, a brighter aesthetic. You know, the, the city of New York is it's not like a, a drab, uh, dark Arkham, Arkham setting. 
but the game is really fun to play. There's a lot of cool suits in there, and the suits uh, make make a big difference. They're not just aesthetic. Um, so on the sneaking missions, eventually you can get like a um, Spider-Man Noir, which was I think he debuted in Sh- uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, and you can get his suit to help you sneak around. Um, there's suits that help you go uh, like much faster. You get the Iron Spider suit, um, where it, it branches out all the the arms on the back and helps kind of beat up bad guys there. Um, so it's total fan service. Um, it is an extremely fun time. Like the, the side missions are cool. You can actually like follow a car through New York City. The, the bad guys will be shooting out the windows. You latch onto the car with your webs. They come out of the window and start trying to shoot you. You web them up and then he does this cool thing where, <clears throat> and there's some quick time events. Whether you like quick time, you know, that's. Right. I, I mean, kind of they got to be incorporated. Yeah, I think especially in a game like this. And it works. It doesn't, it's not overbearing, but it, Spider-Man just flips the car over after he gets done with the baddies and like just stops it. Like the car is going like 60 miles an hour and he just flips it over and like puts his feet in the ground. And it's so, it's so awesome. Like they, nice. They do a great job of kind of making you feel like you're doing a lot of that stuff, right. even though you're not. You know what I mean? Right. It's a way to make the game more cinematic. I mean, how would you shoot that? You know, if right. you were in full control of those yeah, sections, you, 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 it's not there yet. And people don't have quick enough reflexes mm-hmm. to pull off maneuvers like that in the game, I feel like. Yeah, and like, yeah, like I said, they just do a good job of, of like what button command would be flip car right, over, right, put right. foot on ground, stop car, throw right. a vehicle. Yeah, and then, and then it just starts to get too much, right? If you right. have like, you know, like in Madden, you know, scenarios for offense and defense, well, are you going to have scenarios for, on the ground fighting and on top of car fighting, really right. not, you know. So um, <clears throat> they're, you know, they're keeping it simple uh, with that. But like I said, it it totally works. It's a lot of fun. I've been doing nothing but side missions. I'm just trying to level up. Uh, you'll have side missions, of course. Just you're working with this uh, with a, a person in the police department, um, kind of giving you tips on, and you and you hack into the the New York City feeds as well, so you can hear like the radios and stuff. And uh, you go around busting up crimes. Uh, doing doing favors for just folks around or uh, around New York or or, or um, the police department, and then of course you'll you'll have your your main mission. So like right now, I'm I'm getting ready to hit go to the raft. Um, that's where they put Kingpin, uh, and I think people I'm getting close to that part where they debuted in in E3, um, where you go to the raft and there's like a breakout in Scorpion and mm-hmm. um, right all the Electro and Black Bass. Yeah, Negative Man was there. I don't know if Black Mask was. Maybe oh, it was. I thought he was in the trailer. Um, Vulture is there. Right. Rhino. <laughs> um, so I'm getting close to that part. But um, yeah, I'm excited to um, spend a ton more time on it. I feel like. How far into it are you? Uh, well, the game said I'm just 12%, I think 12% finished. So. Which doesn't seem like a lot. Far. <laughs> but I feel like I've spent like. Well, that's what happens uh, when you when the it's an open world and there's right. only side quests. I mean, like Mass Effect, I was like, I feel like twenty percent for like right. weeks because all I did was side missions. I wasn't right. I was just gearing up to do main missions. The cool thing about this game that I really like, and it's funny you said Sucker Punch because it reminded me of Infamous Second Son or or even the Infamous games. It throws you in New York. New York is huge, but right. it's not so vast. Like we've seen a lot bigger maps, and even though there's all these different objectives. It doesn't feel like it's too much. It doesn't feel like it's going to take me 40 hours to 100% of it or right. whatever. Um, they have, like, there's 55 backpacks, so it's kind of a weird thing. But apparently, when Peter Parker first developed his powers and he was going around New York, trying them at all these different spots, 
he would carry a backpack around with whatever stuff he had in it and he would web it up somewhere right. and he'd forget about it, you know? So there's like 55 backpacks that you, you can buy and collect. And then it, when you collect it, it has like a little piece of, it might be like his old first web shooter that he designed. That's cool. Know? Yeah. It's, cool. it's, it's <laughs> a cool, like it's a cool way to even introduce even more, you know, just a little backstory into the game. Um, but it, again, like what yeah, is that like a hidden item? Does it show up? Yep. So, so when you go around, um, one of the very first side missions you get is to, uh, there's like maybe 10 satellites around the city, um, or like antennas that went offline for whatever reason. You have to go around, swing them, uh, swing around to them and get them back online. And then when you do, it's very reminiscent. I know you won't know this because you never played the Zelda game, but it's very <laughs> reminiscent of Breath of the Wild where you go up to the towers. Um, and activate them and it, it shows you that map. So once you do that, then everything kind of opens up and there's a button you can hit. I believe it's, you just press an R3, like wherever a backpack is, it just shoots up like a green beam all yeah. the way up through the city. So you just go to that beam and then you just have to figure out like kind of, you know, is it up on top of the building, below, wherever. So, nice. Um, the Ghost of Tsushima was the Sucker Punch game coming out. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You're right. So, um, uh, did you ever play, uh, the original Spider, well, not the original, but Spider-Man game for PlayStation, I think? Like in 2004? Like 2000. <clears throat> it looks a lot like that game. I oh, I remember. Yeah. I think it was sweet. It was, it was like the same thing, right. like, you're Spider-Man, you've been Spider-Man. Well, it was probably like, one of the first times, like, Doc Ock is like, yeah, and he's like yeah. reformed. And, but I remember I played that game with just like spending so mm-hmm. much time just swinging around mm-hmm. the city and not really doing anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, do you it's, spend a lot of time just <laughs> swinging because the physics are cool? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely cool. So R2 is, is the button you can just hold that and he'll swing and you'll do like, you know, a huge, um, like a huge trapeze loop yeah a loop or whatever (laughs) and then when you let go of r2 of course he lets go of the web and then you can hit x and that's kind of like a a pull like a a zip pull yeah like a zip line Uh, and then you can actually hold you get abilities later i don't know if you want to call them abilities but um if you hold triangle and circle and move the left thumbstick you can do tricks in the air and that gets you experience does it still have the physics where you can run alongside abilities when you're swinging yep so you just hold down r2 and if you hit something, it just run along. Yeah, he just kind of runs. Or if you go straight at a building, he just starts to run right up it, so you can run up buildings real nice. fast. Um, it's really cool, like some of the little things they did. So it, it can be hard to control when you first start out. It, it seems like right. well, there's a, a lot going on here, but now you know, four or five hours into it, it's like you know, I know, I feel like I have complete grasp of him in the air. But this one cool thing that happened was I, I just kind of like. I lost a little bit of control of him or, or couldn't get him where I wanted to go. He was, he was swinging and he ended up going underneath, like through the, um, the posts of a water tower. Okay. And it, he was swinging very fast. So I just thought I was just going to like smack it and he'd bounce off or whatever and just send me on my way. But it went into a slow motion because it was like such a small space. It went into slow motion and he did like the spider turn, you know, right. and just went right through it and then just shot another web and kept going. And it was like a really cool little thing. Like I didn't have to do it again, making you feel like right. you're really this crazy superhero uh, by not having to do much because I was out of control. I'm like, ah, crap, I'm going to hit this water tower. Right. And, the, and the game just automatically right, adjusted it. Just like, yeah. Yeah. And it, it went into a cinematic, right. It made me feel really awesome. And so you're like, yeah, I'm the best. Yeah. I'm like, that is so awesome. That was really cool. So they do, uh, Insomniac Games is a lot of little cool stuff like that in all their games they're really uh just an awesome developer but 
Um, I'll have, uh, I'll, we'll talk more. I'll have like a full review on a future episode. Um, you got some streaming up on the Facebook. If you yeah, want to check it streaming out, it. if you want to check it out, I'll post it up. Um, I'm going to try to find a dedicated streaming night, um, for those games. So check us out on ready fight on Facebook, but yeah, it's a great game. If you have an, if you have a PS4 and you're just looking for a good time, <laughs> 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 pick up Spider-Man. Um, nice. It's been available since Friday. So, uh, and let us know what you think of your planet too. Um, um, Facebook and Twitter. So nice. That's what I got for games. Movie time. Oh, trying to think if there's anything else I had Movie. questions about for Spider Man. How's the acting for characters? Great. Um, that's another thing. So this game is not even not so much about Spider Man. There's almost so far what I've played. There's just a, as much time as Peter Parker, which may sound boring um, at first, but they give you really cool stuff to do. Like when you're in Otto Octavius's lab, is you know it's uh, just doing your scientist thing. There's all kinds of little like mini games and just different little projects that you can work on to, of course, get more experience, unlock suits, things like that. Nice. And I, I haven't gotten to this point yet, but I know Mary Jane plays a very big part in it. I know that you could play as her in like a mission. What Stacy already did? Did you already look uh, her I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't think <laughs> you ever tried that video game Spider Man repress that memory. I haven't seen anything on her yet. Spoiler so. alert for anybody who doesn't know. Yeah, who hasn't been paying attention to comics <laughs> for the last 40 years. <laughs> <Stacey does>. um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so far, everything, I really like it. It's, um, Do you get the symbiote suit? Is there I don't know. Is Venom in the game? Do you so know? right now, there's, there's like. Um, I think there's 25 or 26 suits, like little squares that show me what suits I can get. Yeah. But a lot of them are blacked out. Yeah. Just blacked out. You know, you have no idea what they're going to be. Right. I think there's seven. I have the classic suit, the classic damage suit, which is the exact same, just with a couple of rips. I have the advanced suit, which I just got the auto Octavius designs for you, which is like the coolest looking Spider-Man suit I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It's really I would be happy if that was the normal Spider-Man suit. There's a, it's, I think it's called a Mark III. It's basically like a black and yellow, kind of looks like a bumblebee, but it's the point of it is to protect you from bullets. Um, it's it's more like armor based. Right. You got the Spider-Man Noir. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Noir. Yeah. That looks awesome. I can't. So I have to like gain. I have to do enough tasks. Noir is like. Private detectives yeah, yeah. sitting in a and he's black all, and white so like black, black cigarettes. Yeah, and he has the, the suit is like all black leather. It's just like oh, from like the 19th. Does he have a monologue when he wears that? Like a noir? No, <laughs> no, that'd be <laughs> that'd be. Well, maybe he's wearing it underneath the suit. Ah, oh, nice. But it's uh, on some of these. I don't really know how it works, but like it'll show you some of the suits. You have to get to a certain level to unlock them, and then when you get to that level, you still have to earn things to buy them. So you can't when i guess when you get to a certain level it'll show you the suit and then you have to earn like you have to um break up so many crimes or you have to do so many favors or whatever and you get tokens for doing that and then you can buy the suits there's a punk rock spider-man suit that i have access to right now oh, that's so punk rock yeah that's pretty cool and he listens he listens to rancid when he wears that yeah, it looks just like it uh well it's cool like so and each of these suits come with their own special power and the cool thing is if you were like the look of one suit you can adjust the power so you can keep oh. suit A and you can still, you can use this. Right. When you put on a different suit, it's got different capabilities. Yeah. But like, okay. So the Spider-Man noir suit is all stealth based, right? Right. And so you, enemies can't hear your footsteps when you're wearing that suit. But if you really hate the look of that suit, you can use the 
classic or the advanced suit and take the power from the noir suit and make that the power attached to that suit. Nice. So you don't. So that's cool. You don't have to wear a suit that you don't like or don't think looks cool if you, if you like the power. But there's the punk rock suit. That one's special power is like you jump up in the air and to activate any of these powers, you hit the left and right thumbstick at the same time. And a like a wave of music or a, a audio blast comes out and Sonic, knocks everyone back. Sonic you know? boom. So they're kind of like they're kind of like cool themed powers to attach to the suits. Um, and then the other the other two suits that um, that I have one's called the Velocity suit, which looks like Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Did you ever read a lot of Spider Man? Uh, enough. I mean, are Throughout. some of this stuff just like a punk rock? Was there ever a, a there punk? Is. Is there? I bo- I'm almost so they are. Pu- so this is not the first time that. Uh, All right, so they are pulling this stuff from somewhere. Is it? You know, is that just some guy who's like punk rock? Yeah, suit. Punk we rock should make that. Yeah. Just put this, it up on the board. Let's do this. <laughs> um, do you know who Spider Ham is? Yeah, the big one. Right. Now. If there can be a Spider Ham, there's got to be a punk rock. I guess. So anyway. Subway Spider Man. It's really cool if you're a fan of comics or Sp- certainly if you're a fan of Spider Man, you need to play this game. Um, but at just superhero games in general, it's very, I wouldn't say for right now, I'm not liking it as much as I liked Arkham. Arkham is like maybe those Arkham games are some of my favorite superhero games of all time. Yeah. But it's very, it's very nothing, hardly anything to bitch about. It's a, it's a cool, it's a cool Spider-Man game. So you're just a DC fanboy. That is certainly <laughs> not true. Um, <clears throat> I saw your X-Men license plate, license plate bracket. Would you get that? You'd have that? Etsy, yeah, I got some. That's cool. Yeah, it's like twelve bucks. I thought it was going to be chrome, like metal. It's just some floppy plastic. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So if you see a if you see a silver Lexus rolling around town with the X Men, all right, don't brag about your car status. My car, <laughs> my car is a two thousand seven ES three fifty crappy. It's not like license plate number. No, yeah, license plate. it's not like um, you know. I don't have like chrome spinners or. The cool T, like, I'd rather have any new car now with the, the TV or the little the remote cameras and stuff in the back. Right. I, that would be so cool. I don't have any of that fun stuff. A backup camera? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's an old, shitty Lexus with X-Men license plates. Um, so so kicking the windows when you yeah, see that car. Windows, yeah. <laughs> Tell me Spider-Man sucks. Throw Molotov in there. Yeah, so, man. Spider-Man's so sweet. Yeah, check it out. Um uh, it's a it's a sweet time, lots of fan service to it. I'm sure you guys will like it. Let us know what you think. Let's do movie stuff. All right, movies. You got to get out of here so you can do your haircut. Yeah, I need my haircut soon. <laughs> uh, movie I watch. I watch. I mean, I watch a lot of movies, but the movie I suggest is Upgrade. Upgrade. Tell me about Upgrade. Uh, I've heard you. I've heard friends talk about it's this. Kind of a like a more of an indie film. Like. Yeah, Not a lot I, of people I, know about it. I had no idea until you guys started. Um, it's uh, Logan Marshall Green, uh, who probably not a lot of people know. He was one of the doctors in Prometheus. Uh, oh, he was. Yeah, it's right. He was, that he was married yeah. to Naomi Rapace uh, or whatever. Naomi Rapace, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's that guy from Prometheus. Except he has a beard in this. Yeah. Yeah, man, the movie's sweet. I, what is it about? It's about. Um, no spoilers. It's in the future, uh, not too distant future. Um, pretty much, uh, augmentations are becoming a thing. It's very, I mean, if you like, like Deus Ex and X or, uh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, if you're into that type of stuff, yep. this is a must watch because you're like, holy shit, everything mm-hmm. that 
you know, is in those games is in this movie. People are getting like all kinds of augmentation. Right. Like dudes have guns in their arms and you mm-hmm. see them like loading bullets into their biceps and like they have like a barrel in their hand okay. and shit like that. It's awesome. But like Logan Marshall Green's character, his name is Gray in the movie. He, uh, he's like a, a troglodyte. He, he's a, he's like a old fashioned man. He works on like muscle cars and okay. stuff like that. He's like, you know, no nonsense. I don't sure. like computers, you know, self-driving cars. He's not a fan. Slow of. to adapt. Right. Okay. Um, and his wife works for one of these like augmentation companies okay. for who makes like augmentations for military personnel and stuff like sure. that. I'm not trying to give anything away here. Uh, but the pretty wife, much... The wife dies. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch a trailer, you can kind of understand. Wife, I never saw this. I just guessed that. Wife dies. They get a car wreck. He's paralyzed. And then um, scientist, mad scientist type, he's, comes to him and like, I can make you, you know, a man again. Yeah. Or like, not a man, but like... He can rebuild you. Right. All right. Um, and then he gets, you know, augmentation. And now he has like a HUD or like a, a computer voice mm-hmm. and he's able to move. Um, and it's just fucking awesome. Like you see a lot of the movie, like when you're watching it, you're like, okay, well I know who the bad guy is. I can kind of figure out the plot, but then it kind of twists all that. Um, you kind of don't see, you, you see a lot of where it's going, but it's like kind of cryptic about what the, the underlying plot is, but there's a lot of cool stuff in the movie. Like, to shoot the movie, um, the director used a lot of... Uh, the director is the guy who did all the Saw movies. Okay. Um, so there's some really horrific scenes in there. And a lot of the great stuff is... Uh, the main character, Gray, Logan Marshall Green, is, like, not a fan of it. He's, like, giving his body control to, like, do all this stuff. So, so he's just, I like, from the mutilating trailers. these fucking guys. Right. And he's, like, he's making these faces, like, closing his <laughs> eyes while he's just, like you know, carving these guys up. He's like, oh my God, holy shit. He's like throwing up while he's doing this stuff. Is it kind of like a Venom thing? So like I saw in the trailer, I thought that he had like, so it's a chip or whatever, right? right. But, so right. he doesn't really have like, he gives, not a he gives, or anything. Right. No, it, um, he's fully but he, human, but he gives control to this AI and, right. head, and that AI right. is like talking to him. Like right. it's almost like another conscience. But, right? right. And then he, okay. it, he gives his body, the AI control to his body so that right. the AI can do all this like crazy stuff. And the AI is talking to him right. while he or she is doing so the female voice, male voice? It's a male voice. Male voice, yeah. okay. Alright. And he's just like, you know, it's really great because the first time he gives control like, he just messes this guy up and he's just like, like said, he's like making like, these faces and squinting. Right. He's like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> but they use cell phones to shoot a lot of it. Okay. Um, like they Tape. To shoot the movie? Yeah. Oh, really? You know, like, tape, like, cell phones to, like, people's bodies oh, to get okay. these, like, crazy shots. Mm. And it, some of the coolest uh, cinematography I've seen in a movie, really? it looks really good. Um, it's really robotic. Like, he does a really good job acting, like, when he gives the body, his body mm-hmm. uh, control over to, um, I don't want to give it away, but whatever. Um, he does, like, a robot walk. Okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's very, like, systematic and methodical. And it, it just is really, really top notch. So is that stuff. the robot messing with him, just being goofy and making him do a robot walk? No, uh, I mean it's trying to show like the differentiation when he's walking oh, no. compared to you know when he gives the control to. So why does chip everyone have this awesome chip in there? Um, it's not exactly legal. Okay. Um, it's you know it's still kind of set in the real world where they're like you know the augmentations are kind of strictly. 
military. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it, it's not legal. A lot of the stuff they're doing. You would think he'd still be limited by his own strength and stuff too. Well, he is. Okay. And that's uh, that's another part of the movie where uh, the computer says, you know, this is all I can do. You're going to have to do some of this stuff. Right. Um, when it's like I'm limited in what I can do. So you're going to take control of this situ- situation. Could the chip boost his, like, testosterone levels or something? It doesn't go into that. It no. crazy no. it, But like I said, uh, all, like – there's like a squad of like military personnel. Not testosterone, his adrenaline. Level. Right. <laughs> uh, well, there is stuff like that, but it, it doesn't like, it doesn't sure. harp on that stuff too much. It's more or less like the computer can, you know, make adjustments and fight all these people sure. in crazy ways. Uh, yeah, it's great. How, you gotta check it out. But how long is it, do you think? Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just so, kind of came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, I see, you know, uh, right. a couple of friends talking about it. Then you post everything out. Yeah. Like, Man, I need to check no, it out. it's good. It's really good. Um, nice, good ending. Is, I was going to ask, is there room for a sequel? Yeah, yeah Maybe. I guess. Maybe. <laughs> um, it does one of the coolest things for an intro of any movie. Man, I don't want to spoil it, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> Like, it's not like the typical, like, beginning of a movie where, you know, you see Columbia Pictures mm-hmm. or a bad robot and stuff like that. And then it says, like, a director. It does this really cool thing. I'm not going to spoil it. Watch it. You're going to be like, what's happening right. on the screen right now? It's <laughs> so awesome. It's so uh, emulates everything like cyberpunk. All right. Like, if you're stoked for cyberpunk, watch this movie and you're going to be like, I want to play cyberpunk even more. Have you ever played Shadowrun? Yeah, I believe it's like the it was a Genesis game, but it's I think it's based off it's a like a board game. I'm, I'm positive. Oh, it doesn't ring a bell. Well, go play that too if you like that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Shadowrun. I just remember fond memories of the Shadowrun Genesis game, which I I think it's a it's a board game. Like Cyberpunk 2020 was right a board game, right? Like based on that's what 2077 was based off of. Yeah. Um. So very, I believe. I don't know. Is it a I think it's more of like a read-along game more than a board game. Or that, well, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah it's right. more of, yeah, like uh, uh, Dungeons & Dragons type. Right. Cyber, right. Yeah, right. So, um, No, I highly recommend mm-hmm. it. Like, definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Cool. Well, check that out. Um, and then also, this coming week, Predator comes out. Yeah. Uh, the next podcast, we're going to go check that out. We'll have all kinds of... So um, next week, we're going to do... Probably. Does any game come out? No, I think. Or, well, Red we Dead. can do a mini episode next week just some dudes and then Predator. Red Dead is coming out soon. Uh, and then two weeks from now, we'll do another big episode. Something like that. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So, yeah, we'll talk Predator uh, next time. Um, I'm sure it looks cool. It's probably not going to be as cool as my favorite Predator, Predator 2, Danny Glover. That's your favorite Predator? I love that one. No. <laughs> Predators. I know that's, not a, I know that's a, not a popular opinion, but I love. City Predator. Predators is probably Predator is awesome. I know. I know the number one. Such is, a good movie. I know that number it's one is so technically good. better, but I just no, not it. number one. The one with uh, uh, the pianist Chocolat. Uh, oh, um, yes. The uh, I know who you're talking about. The not the remake, but the one that they Acty Big Big Nose. Adrian Brody. Brody. Yeah. 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 Um, Dude, that one's so good. I, I don't think I've seen that one. Walter Groggins is in it. You've never seen that movie? I haven't seen the, the What movie. the fuck, man? This one looks cool, though. You've never seen Predators. I'll have to see it. 
It's not as cool as it can't be as cool as Predator Two. Well, it's it's, it's, it's way cooler. Is is Danny Glover in it? No, Predator Two <laughs> is not. I don't think. When's the last time you watched it? Mm, Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good as you remember. <laughs> Predator. I mean, do Danny they, Glover is a fat old cop, and he they, takes down a predator. And then he goes into the ship at the end, and there's all the like the alien skulls yeah. and all those. Other, yeah, I mean, that's cool. But <laughs> Danny Glover versus I'll watch a predator. We'll talk, we'll talk about. Yeah, come on, man. That just so Danny Glover is. Think about what Arnold had to do What's, to dispense the predator. Why is that a predator movie? What? What? <laughs> I mean, I get the first one. He's in the jungle. He's like, you know, hunting. It's a, it's the second a, one, he's just like after voodoo guys. It's just a <laughs> hidden gem. Well, the, he's in he's in the city. What do you want me to find? Predator of the city. <laughs> he's having a nice cappuccino. He's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> going on shopping Call, sprees. Taxis. Right. So Predator's like the biggest sore loser in the universe. Like he prides himself on like being this hunter, this like you know king of hunters. But anytime he loses, he just blows everything the fuck up. Yeah, that's that's not. What and then what? That's not values you want to teach your kids. Where were? Because <laughs> every other movie, like I feel like there's a bunch of predators, and then at the end they're like, "All right, I mean, they were Predator versus Batman. Batman wins. There's a bunch of predators there, right. and they're like, oh, yeah, you beat the predator. Here's your prize.' And they always give out a musket. Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> like. They're like, oh, uh, here's this shitty gun from, you know, 1700 Earth. Well, that was a, that's to let you know that they've been predatory. Yeah, but that's all they give out. They give one to Batman. They give one to Danny Glover. They're like, oh, we got this laying around here. Here's your musket. You shoot trap. Wouldn't that be a cool, wouldn't that be a cool prize? No, I have a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) I have a trap gun. What are they going to give you an old one? That old gun's going to suck for shooting trap. Like, give me a cool predator weapon. Give me one of your laser cannons. I, maybe they will in the new one. I see that there's a super Predator Two. It uh, kind of introduced all these cool weapons, though. I mean, the throwy yeah. disc thing, um, the spear. Did he have the spear in the first spear, one? I think no. I don't. I think that's two. Yeah. I just I just love it. I love Predator Two. Um, I'll, I'm going to rewatch it this week. I'll don't rewatch see, it. I'll just, have to see Predators. Just watch Predators. All right, I'll check that out. That's a must. Well, for our Predators episode, I feel like you have to see. I'll check all the out. Predators yeah, yeah. movies. I'm did not, you see I'm Alien watching, Predator? Yeah, I'm not watching Requiem again. I don't want to watch Requiem. Did again. you see the first one? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So we'll talk Predators next week. <laughs> it's going to be cool. Um, I'm excited for the new movie. It looks pretty. Looks pretty sweet. But we'll see. Um, Listener mail, quick. We do have one quick listener mail here. Uh, this is from Tyler Goss. He writes in, he wants to know where, how did Thanos in Infinity Wars, how did Thanos know that the Guardians of the Galaxy were going to be at nowhere when they go to, when they travel to nowhere? Because he's there already. Um, Almost like waiting for him. Well, one, Thanos is like a crazy intelligent person. Right. He, he spends pretty much all of his time researching like when well, he already has some doing. stones at that point he's got the power gem is that it yeah but that doesn't I, I don't think thanos in this has uh i don't think uh he has what they call cosmic vision which is a big thing in uh the marvel universe okay. cosmic vision is pretty much like you can like see or kind of sense what's going on everywhere. Okay. Um, like Captain Marvel should have like cosmic vision. Like if she's on the other side of the universe, like, like spider sense, right. If Thanos mm-hmm. is on earth, messing stuff up, like she'd be aware. Of yeah. Okay. 
but usually like Thanos is like this, you know, masterful tactician. Like he would know like where everybody's whereabouts sure. is. But I think one of the deleted scenes in Infinity War shows Nebula sending a transmission. I think no, they actually did say it off of Thanos' ship. She contacts Guardians of the Galaxy. Says, "Oh, she says meet me on Titan." I thought I had this. She tells the Guardians to meet her on Titan. I thought she said meet me on nowhere. We're gonna have to go back and watch this and answer. I thought I had the answer. Maybe I don't. I don't know. He's probably. I haven't seen it since theaters. All I remember is uh, the Guardians three times. Uh, Yeah, I bought it. I just (laughs) haven't rewatched it. I remember the Guardians go there. That's where they. um, That's where they. Doesn't he grab the reality gem at that point? Because then he turns. uh, Right. He turns the Guardians into like a a spiral loop. One of them falls. Right. Which is a noodle. Um, one falls into like cubes or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but I, yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know. I, I'd assume that he just would know. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I feel like it's not that somebody's coming, and I feel like it's not a far reach to say too. Like he probably has people looking. He wanted Gamora. He probably has right. people all around the right. universe. You know, he he knows that Gamora <laughs> is just trying to thwart his plans at this point, so he's just expecting right. them to show up, like. Maybe he has some sort of link with him. any super villain spins around in a chair and says, "I've been expecting you." I mean, were they really expecting right. you, or are they just saying that? Right. Well, we'll have to rewatch it. We'll, Sorry, Tyler. We'll have a more <laughs> definitive answer for you next time. We we don't know. That's our way of getting people hooked to watch the podcast. We right. just half answer listen answer to the podcast, yeah, or listen to the podcast. What did I say? Watch. Watch the podcast. Watch, watch, podcast. Know, watch the podcast. We got to do like a Jim Rome thing where yeah. we actually have like a feed. Right. Um, <laughs> All right, so that's it for today. Uh, we're going to try to keep these short again. You know, um, thanks, oh. everybody, for listening. Um, the best thing that we would appreciate is just tell people about it. Uh, the more more listens we get, the, the yeah, higher we show up on you know, all the podcast sites. Yep, like, share, spread it. Um, um, you can sense. find us at Ready Fight Podcast on Facebook, Ready Fight Podcast at Twitter. That's uh, no, Ready Fight Pod at Twitter. Ready Fight Podcast at Gmail. Um, we're on Podbean. Podbean, Google iTunes. Play, iTunes. Check us out on there. Spread the word. Um, thank you, Tyler, for yes, the you, listener Tyler. mail. Thanks to David Go, Ash, go Amro Foxes. Go Amro Foxes. He's the head coach, I believe, of the basketball team. Nice. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, and comment. Let us know what you think of the podcast, what you want to hear, um, what you like about uh, the show. And uh, we appreciate all your support. Right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We really so, appreciate the support. We're uh, we're finding our we're finding our groove here. So yeah, we're coming in the form. Yeah. Um. So thanks again. Um. We'll look forward to the next show, Predator Podcast, and uh, Predator we'll talk, some, we'll talk some more games. Okay. Until next time. Thanks. Bye.